0: Welcome to Potter Familias, coming to you from Fairhope, Alabama.
1: I'm Todd Sylvester.
0: And I'm Stefan Sylvester.
1: We're recording this episode after Thanksgiving
0: holiday. Yes. And the cold weather came hard and fast.
1: Well, cold for us in lower Alabama. Yeah. Because it's a joke. I mean, you lived in Minnesota for three years. I did. It was was actually cold. cold there. But one cool part about post-Thanksgiving is the leftovers. Mm -hmm. Because this morning, I do a radio show Monday through Friday, and our executive producer came in with something that I had never seen before in my life. I think I'd heard of it, but I'd never seen one before. Okay. A pie caken. Huh? It's called a pie caken. What's a pie caken? It was a large... Pastry looking box. Okay. And she opened it up and I said, mother of God, what is that? Well, what is it? <laughs> it is, it looks like a traditional, very thick cake, okay. but the first layer is pecan pie. Then in between that is like a frosting type stuff that you would normally have in between a multi-layered cake. Okay. Then the next layer is a pumpkin pie what then it's the frosting stuff then it's like a spice cake on top of that and then the whole thing is frosted and then decorated on the top what and i don't eat breakfast except on sundays and she's like you want a piece and i really wanted one but i thought my body is not accustomed to eating oh breakfast. Oh my You
0: didn't get a piece. I didn't.
1: I didn't get a piece. It's the holiday
0: season. I What's know.
1: wrong with you? Well, I'm trying to explain to you. I was waiting for you to be
0: like, yes, and then no. I took my first bite. I'm
1: sure it was fantastic, and it was but like no. A taste of heaven. Will you be quiet?
0: That's what I wanted. I was waiting for you to give me this detailed explanation of it
1: tasted like this or this part of it was weird. It sounded fantastic. None of it sounded weird. It all sounded awesome because I have even done the thing where one time we were over at our, uh, some friends of ours. I won't give their last name, David and Laurel, <laughs> Yeah. And she was big into baking. And I think it was a Thanksgiving time or it's a holiday time. Okay. But so she had a pecan pie. She had a pumpkin pie. She had some other thing. And then a fourth dessert. Well, I got normal size slices of every single one that she had, (laughs) put them all on one plate, and then did it a la mode with whipped cream. Mm -hmm. And Dave, the host of the, the husband, said, whoa, whoa, whoa hang on a second, and left the room. And I thought, oh, no, I'm in trouble. Like, I I took too much dessert. Mm. But then I was thinking, I'm like, there's not a lot of people here. It's not like people... There's plenty. She bakes like a mad woman. Okay. Like, what's your problem? He went to get his camera. <laughs> and he photographed my yes. dessert plate. You're dating yourself. Because it was a platter. I know, it wasn't yeah. like he just grabbed his phone. Yeah. It was, it
0: was wait, wait, let go. me get a picture. Wait
1: three seconds. Wait, it's already photographed because the drone is following you okay it's the future
0: well it was funny for a second there. yeah it's the future all right
1: it's the future
0: <laughs> no uh, in all seriousness i am proud that that was the thing that you did that's awesome thank you
1: pie caken mm. if you've ever tried yep. it throw it down in the comments yeah, you, I'm curious to know forward. if that's
0: actually good, because it sounds good, but sometimes if you put a bunch of good things together... No, no.
1: When I when I did that multi-dessert plate, it was fantastic. That's not the same thing as a pie cake, I in, stil- though. <sighs> it's very similar, no. just because I didn't stack it. Was
0: there any cake on that plate? Yes! There was?
1: Yeah. That's, oh, you didn't tell me that. I thought I you were did. just- I did. No, you I said, said you got a pie, regular pumpkin pie, a regular piece and a, of another every cake. single
0: pie that was there. She that's had another, another
1: type of cake thing in there. I, I don't even remember. Okay, you're leaving out information. There was so much baked goods on one platter. It wasn't a plate. It was a platter. Why couldn't we do Thanksgiving at their house again? Yeah. If you're listening to this podcast, Dave and Laurel invite us over. Yes, we we love coming it's much to your much house. The main thing. Oh my god. This is insane.
0: Yeah.
1: <laughs> it's the main day. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It is really hard for your mother and I to commit to a series okay. for anything. We watched The Office and we plowed through it. And the same thing with Parks and Rec because we are not good at like, let's just have one episode like every week. Oh my gosh, no one does that anymore. Well, it's really frustrating with The Mandalorian. Yeah. That's really frustrating. Like Disney, I know they're like, have some patience. Shut up, Disney. Like that's no. I, I don't I don't have So they're not doing a season dump like they do on Netflix? No. No. Really? Mandalorian comes out once a week. Interesting.
0: Yeah. It's just because we're not very patient people. Well, no, no, no. It's not that. It's that Netflix changed the game. They did. And it seems like, I mean, look, kudos to Disney for trying to go back to the traditional way of watching a TV show. But I feel like they're fighting a tide that is inevitable.
1: Oh, but they're big enough to be able to do it. Mm. No, I'm no, I'm saying for I shows like that, they're big enough.
0: Yeah, okay, so nobody's going to cancel their subscription to Disney Plus over The Mandalorian being once a week. However, Netflix was on to something. we will
1: voice our frustration. Yes,
0: we will, on our podcasts that we do. Yes! <laughs> but my point is that Netflix uh, has completely erased this idea of you have to wait for a new episode to come out. because, yeah. And by the way, <laughs> that whole construct is a lie. It has been a lie since the beginning of TV. What do you mean? Because they make whole seasons and then just release them week by week so that they can get viewers every week. That's always been how they've done it. And Netflix was just like, you know what? We have this whole season. Let's just throw it up. Let's just let people watch. But the I whole don't thing. know if
1: if Netflix thought, oh, but people are going to stay up for thirty six hours and watch every single episode. They don't care. their Their revenue is based on subscriptions. It's not based on okay. Views. But they don't care that people are losing their jobs because Stranger Things comes out and then what they people, don't go to
0: work. What people lost their jobs? because I of don't strangers. know.
1: Okay, you're, just, you're making, making this up. Of course, I'm making, making it, up. it up. I have no data. None whatsoever. Then why are you even why are you disagreeing with because me? Because I do know that some people at least were like I watched the entire Stranger Things as soon as it hit, you know, Netflix. I stayed up and Afton. watched every single one. Afton and I did that with the last season of Parks and Rec.
0: How long did it take? Oh my gosh, we stayed up until like 2 a.m. Because we and were And then
1: you lost your job.
0: And we did not lose our job. Because of
1: Parks and Rec. We
0: were like 6 episodes away and it was late and we were like, "You know what?" Let's just watch one more. <laughs> and then we watched one more, and it was like, all right, well, it's not that late. Let's just watch one more. And before we knew it, we were finishing the show yeah. and crying in our bed because we love that show so much. It is a great show. And it was like 2 a.m., and we were like, hashtag worth it.
1: <laughs> the next day, did you feel the same way? Oh, my gosh, no. Absolutely so not. We're bringing, I'm bringing this up because I, we're watching Dark, mm. which it was either you or MC... Somebody recommended it, and they're it, like, Hey, it was us. If you like th- this type of time, pe- you know, then you're gonna love this show. You don't remember, but I forgive you. Okay, so we started watching it, and I, I dug it, but then I got frustrated, yeah, because the main character committed a pretty heinous sin, and it really made me mad. Mm -hmm. And you kind of put me in my place because I was like, I'm not watching this darn show anymore. (laughs) And you asked the question. You're like, well, dad, when did he claim? You said, dad, why are you mad? Because I thought, you know, he, he's the hero. And, he, he did this very non-heroic act. Uh-huh. And it wasn't like it was before he, he developed his character. I mean, he was the guy. Yeah, And he goes, well, you asked the question, and it really stung my heart. Because you said, when did he claim to be a hero? And I was like, you jerk. Mm-hmm. I don't need a truth bomb being thrown into my lap. I've got more to say about that, but I'll let you finish Okay, your point. well, but, but it's important to talk about this because... I have a tendency to want heroes, especially mm. male roles. There's nothing wrong with that. Right, Be, just as a man, I I want a superman. Mm. I want someone that I could admire. Yeah. I want someone that has heroic virtue. I want someone that's not going to disappoint me, you know, to to that level. Yeah. Like it's not as if you know, if he got mad and raised his voice or something like that, but, <laughs> that's a pretty low bar. Okay, but I'm saying he he went off and committed adultery, and and or I guess a high bar, yeah. But so, yeah, fair enough. So and and that it hurt it hurt my feelings mm-hmm. because I had kind of pictured him, you know what I'm saying?
0: Yeah, I do. I um. All right, go ahead and rock me. Go ahead. I'm not going to rock you. It's just we have. Uh, we have different expectations, I think, and desires when we're appreciating and consuming art, at least in the form of TV. And I'll include books in this, too. So books, movies, TV, long-form stories. Um, I don't really like Superman, and I'll explain why. Okay. So I obviously love The Saints, I am inspired by them. If we're going to talk about heroes in a minute, those are the type of people that I would use as examples. Amen. So I know I'm skipping ahead a little bit, but I have to explain because I don't want you to think that I'm disregarding all of those stories. I don't feel that way. Especially the true ones, yeah, too. Yeah, it's, it's not, like it's not that, coming I'm across not, that way. I'm not saying that I don't like stories where the hero of the story is a perfect example of what you're supposed to do, of right. doing the right thing.
1: And by the way, let me point out, I don't, I'm not saying perfect. I'm not saying that they're Jesus Christ Mm -hmm. or the Blessed Mother. I just do. You're right. I have a high bar. There's certain things. And it's funny that you said that because let's go back to Parks and Rec. I wasn't expecting a hero in there at all Mm -hmm. in the office. I wasn't expecting a hero. Yeah, I would have been really disappointed if, let's say, Jim was off on that business meeting and he s- slept with that girl that was going after him yeah that that would have been disappointing but it wouldn't I wouldn't have said I'm not watching this show anymore
0: because you weren't expecting that of yes him. okay so that's fair enough but
1: I really like characters that are deeply flawed okay and and I I guess I'm okay with them in the story I just want one hero. Just one! Okay, but hang on a
0: second. So, the reason why I said I don't like Superman, because I think Superman's a good example, and it's only later on in the comic books and in the, the movies and TV series they've done about him where they've made him more of a flawed character than he was originally. Okay. He is the the, the type of character that you hold up and say he does the right thing all the time. That's where the origins of the, the figure himself, the character, came from, was this American hero, right? And that in itself is kind of funny to say now but at the time when he came out in the 40s it's like that's what you wanted you wanted somebody who could punch all the nazis and then go home and like to, you know eat the dinner that his wife had made i don't know pie. yeah exactly <laughs> I,
1: I don't know make a pie cake so <laughs>
0: but but i don't like characters like that because if i'm watching a series that is supposed to feel like the characters are real not like they're actually real but like I could, I know a person like that, mm-hmm. or I see something of myself in those characters. I don't like seeing somebody who does the right thing one hundred percent of the time. And I know you're going to say, "Well, they don't, they don't do the right thing a hundred percent of the time." It's like, okay, fair enough. They do the right thing almost all the time, and especially in the ways that matter. Well, I think what it comes down to is you and I want a different percentage of them doing the right thing. No, 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 because. It's it's not about percentages. It's about I want to see a character who is human, and the only way that I will believe that they are human is if they have the same depth of darkness inside of them that I do.
1: Ah, uh, well, hang on, because it's not the depth of darkness. It's the it's the allowing themselves to get to that point where they're acting out and showing that darkness over a certain line. Like, but I didn't say
0: showing the darkness. I just have to know that it's there,
1: okay. But then let's let's use an example, like okay. the character that I'm talking about. If if he had gone over to that person's house, and I don't want to spoil the this story, maybe I already did, and I'm, I apologize if I have. If you haven't seen the Poldark series, but if he had, you know, been becoming enraged and yelled and all that kind of stuff, but then when his wife said, "Don't go over tonight." You know, wait till the morning. If he had waited till morning and then gone over there and just yelled and said, I cannot believe this and I never want to speak to you again, you, you know, that to me would have been like, yeah, all right, that's not necessarily the right thing. I'm not expecting him to be like St. Francis and to go, mm-hmm. well, these things just happen and we all must embrace our suffering. Yeah. I'm not expecting that. But I was expecting him to be faithful to his wife. Mm-hmm. I was, and I think that's what really disappointed me. When, when, I, when you talk about the depth of darkness, I, I mean, a hero is someone who's admired because of their courage, their outstanding achievement, or their noble qualities. Mm-hmm. It, it comes from the Greek, heros, which means a protector or a defender, and in Latin it means safeguard. But it's somebody strong. I am flawed, but you, and if, if any of you kids ever heard a rumor that I have cheated on mom? We'd be like, yeah, You I. should know that is not yeah. true. it's like, yeah, that's
0: a lie. That and, is a lie. And I know that, but we're talking about real life stuff here. So,
1: I'm real life, though. No,
0: I know. I know. We We are talking about real life stuff, and you're making the comparison from things that I know are true because of my childhood and the things that I look up to in you, and then projecting them onto this character. And that's not how real life works. Okay, then forget the character. I'm, I'm talking. It's not how real life works at
1: all. What, what, what do you mean?
0: Because all of the people that we encounter, all the people that we hold to whatever standards we think we're supposed to be following, right? all of those people, for the most part, are flawed and have made those types of mistakes.
1: I I don't think that they've all made mistakes to that degree is what I'm talking about. Okay, maybe not. There's a whole bunch of... I mean, okay, let's pick something else because unfortunately there are a lot of people that have been unfaithful in their marriages. If you heard someone was caught with a meth lab, okay, there are certain people that I can start naming right now. I could probably name 50 people that you and I both know that we would both laugh if we're like, yeah, they they got cut, busted... With a meth lab. Like, yeah, come be on. Be like, no, that's crazy. <laughs> that's crazy. Yeah. But then there's certain people after that where I can start naming them where you can go, oh, yeah, I can see that. Mm-hmm. I can totally see that.
0: Okay. So there's this philosophy of character that I think is underlying both of this, uh, both sides of this argument that we're having. Because I really like seeing, uh, I don't necessarily like seeing characters who do the types of things that you're talking about the main character in Poldark doing in the show. Right. Right. That's not necessarily something where I'm like, oh, this is good. It's like, no, it still makes me uncomfortable. Mm-hmm. And I still, I understand that it's wrong and that it's, I'm supposed to feel that way. Because the, the writers of the show are not making the character do this thinking like,
1: ha, ha, ha. Like We're, <laughs> you know, we're going to make you. Sometimes it feels like that. Like, oh, you like this character? We're going to kill them.
0: Right. And some TV shows do that. Fair enough. But I think that there's something to be said for characters that are made to feel real by their flaws instead of by the things that are surrounding them or the ways that they react to situations. It's like they're made to feel real because of, and it doesn't even necessarily have to be explicitly spelled out in the show, Mm -hmm. but they are made to feel authentic because you know that there is the capacity for awful darkness within them. Yeah, And even in spite of that, when it matters most, most of the time, They choose to do the right thing. And you could argue that the guy in Poldark is that type of character. He did that horrible, horrible thing. In fact, he does multiple horrible things that are really dumb throughout the series. That's probably the worst thing that he does. And yet, I would still say that his character, when it matters, is heroic.
1: I'm going to say that, yeah, at times, but we can then ruin that Mm -hmm. by the, the gravity of one really blown sinful act. Yes, and that is very realistic. It is. It is real. But I, I, I'm just telling you, for whatever reason, I desire in in a, a lot of these stories, I want a hero. You know, we've already talked about how Mom and I read all of the Tarzan novels, mm-hmm. and I I I know you're going to say, didn't he kill people? Okay. Yep. And for I I don't know why. That, to me, doesn't necessarily bother me as much when he's in the jungle and he's fighting for his life and he kills someone. What would bother me more is if he's in the jungle and he's supposed to be protecting some woman and he ends up sleeping with her when he's married to Jane. Mm-hmm. That bugs me more. And I don't know why. I'm just telling you that I am I want to see so heroic virtue. Is it just the adultery thing? Well, that that one's big for me. Yeah. that one's big for me there have been a couple times where people have shared with me that they've they've fallen into that and it rocked me yeah because they were the kind of people that I was like what mm-hmm. like uh, sadly there have been some people that have shared with me and I'm just I wanted to go yeah I mean I could have told you that right and it's
0: not altogether unexpected for sure but I think that characters and stories for me um don't have depth if they are not, uh, if they're not dark enough. You know what I mean? Okay. okay. And I and I really mean that. I think that like I'm reading a story right now that my wife really likes, and it's about. It's one of those novels written by a woman for women you know <laughs> or it's got yes, no
1: exactly or
0: it's got witches and vampires and it's like ooh forbidden love and it's like oh i wonder where this is going <laughs> you know but but i can't put it down the story is so compelling and the reason why it's compelling is because both the main characters are so messed up and they keep making the wrong choices and you're like no why and i keep reading because i want to see if eventually they're going to bring it around right because that's good storytelling so it's the way that you create tension in your story, the way that you drive the story forward. If it's the character just continuing, like
1: it, that's wish fulfillment to me. Well, but it's hang just on. Wish fulfillment over and over and over. Yeah, and over. but what about on your side? Let's say that you you go through the story and they never come around. They just continually make those bad choices and then it ends. That would be disappointing. And then you put the book down, you're like, what the... But you never read stories
0: like that. There's always some kind of redemption. And it might not be exactly the redemption that you're talking about, and where it, they you, I guess triumphantly it depends triumphantly virtuous. Right. Like, what you know? level
1: of, of redemption? I, I mean, I'm, I don't know. And see, again, I'm not expecting all of the characters to be like this. I just want one. Like, mm. the other night, I was really disappointed because there was really only one man... Who I thought, that guy is virtuous. That guy has got a spine of steel. Mm. That That's the kind of guy that I'd want to have a, a beer with. Like, I want to be friends with that character. And then he gets killed off. Yeah, And I'm like, great. Now who? So I don't know why. I'm sure there's a, a psychologist that's going to be listening to this podcast. And he's going to be like, well, Todd, you suffer <laughs> from... The la 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 la. I mean, I, I don't know. But I, I just want... And I and I, again it's not in every show oftentimes it's movies i guess this is because it's a timepiece. piece they're supposed to be chivalry mm-hmm. supposed to be guys you know riding horses and shooting muskets i don't know <laughs> you just want one guy where when women are around they're safe
0: yeah that's fair and those characters do exist, but oftentimes they're side characters, right?
1: And I'll even take a side character. Like yeah. that was the side character I was talking about. And then he got killed.
0: See, one of the things, and this is interesting that you brought that up because I feel like I feel the same way. And it's not something that I will explicitly say because as soon as it comes out of my mouth, it sounds weird to mm. say out loud. But one of the things that I'm really proud of in the way that I conduct myself in public is that generally speaking, I never make any women feel uncomfortable to the the best of my knowledge and ability. Now, granted, if I do, then please, for the love of God, tell me so that I can change my behavior. But uh, to the best of my limited understanding of how to conduct myself around women, I try my best not to make them uncomfortable. Right. And I do that on purpose because I feel like they get plenty of that. Yeah. And they don't need any more from me
1: which is why i i would say that that's in a minor way that's heroic.
0: Okay, but here's the thing. Like we've talked about I mean we've gone into some detail about the flawed aspects of my personality on this podcast before and i feel like as long as i can get that part right then the rest of that stuff as long as i continue to try and make the right choices from here on out you can kind of not take away your previous bad choices, but you can move on and become a different person and clearly be changed, right? Right. So I'm also okay with that. Seeing characters that remind me of myself in that way. Where it's like you do this one thing right. You're either a really good leader or you are an upstanding member of society who like takes care of his family. Or and if we're talking about male heroes here, then I want to see that one aspect of the character that is heroic, but if the person is, if they drink too much or if they, uh, you know, gamble or, or lie and they can't help it, then that's not forgivable, but it's like, okay, that reminds me more of me than the person that always makes the right choice all the time.
1: Well, I think that's what the issue then is. I don't, when I'm talking about these heroic characters, I don't need someone to remind me of me. Hmm. I, I know my flaws, and I I want to be reminded of that. Yeah, yeah, and and maybe that's healthy, I or healthier for you. For I'm, me, I'm not saying it is or it isn't. Which I just, is you know you know going back to what you talked about with the lives of the saints. That's probably why I love reading the lives of the saints because sometimes, and I know the Mother Angelica used to criticize the historians and say, you know, you're making them too rose-colored. Yeah, and stop it. They they are, were human. I mean, they are human. But there's a certain level. Once you get to that point of conversion, there's a certain level. You, you should be able to trust me with a lot of things in life and know that that's not going to be a temptation for me. It's, it's just not. Like I used to really be upset when people were like, oh, well, with child protection rules. I'm like, listen. I am not a pedophile. I have never had any inklings at all, any weird mm. desires like that. I was a youth minister for 21 years, talked to the thousands of teens that I dealt with or when I was a teacher, talked to the thousands of students that I've had. Nobody can come forward and say, Todd did something or said something and you know made me uncomfortable or whatever because I didn't struggle with any of that kind of stuff. Right. Now, that doesn't mean that I'm not human because you mm-hmm. talk about these flaws. It just means that there's a certain level of virtue mm-hmm. that we should be able to embrace and we, that we should be able to live there. Yeah, That's what I want. I want somebody because it always frustrates me with these darn shows when there's a knock at the door late at night and the wife is home alone. She should be able to confidently open that door and there's a man there and she should feel okay. She should be safe. That's what I want.
0: Yeah. And that would be nice.
1: <laughs> that would be nice, you punk. I'm
0: just saying. You know? I think we just look at the world differently. And that's
1: not necessarily a bad thing either. Yeah. Different perspectives here on Potter Familias. Yeah. Father, son, looking at the world. Well, leave in the comments if you... I mean, you can lambast me too. I mean, if, if I'm wrong...
0: Or me. I mean, look, I, I'm not throwing you under the bus here, at least not trying to. Like, if if my perspective is wrong and we really need more heroes that, of the type that you're describing in stories, then fair enough. But yeah. uh, it's just not
1: something that I'm personally into. Well, you did put me in my place with that show because mom was like, are, we, are you going to be able to watch this anymore? And I said, yeah. Yeah, I am because now I'm not expecting him to be a hero. Yeah. I mean, he's... He's gone off the the deep end and you know you when you talk about redemption and all that kind of stuff, yeah, they they can, but it's like there are certain things, certain acts that it's just really hard to come back from. Yeah, that's fair. Really hard. I mean, especially the repercussions in that show. Yes. Again, the show is called Pole Dark. Mhm. P O L D A R K. It originally aired on BBC and we're watching it on Amazon Prime. Mm-hmm. So, there you go. Yeah, yeah. So, what is a hero? Well, I don't know. (laughs) Nice podcast. Can't even answer your own questions, you jerk. (laughs) Oh, Nice. (laughs) Thanks so much for listening to Potter Familius. We
0: appreciate y'all. Become a subscriber.
1: Please do all the things.
0: (laughs) You're welcome.